You've just tuned into Surviving My Past. A survivor podcast about my life with dissociation, anxiety, and PTSD. Join me in raising awareness and inspiring others. Are you ready? Let's rock this healing journey. Greetings, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of Surviving My Podcast. My name is Matt, and uh, I am super excited to be back here recording another show. And today we're doing something a bit different. This is going to be my second guest host or podcast co-host or whatever you want to call it here. Um, as you might recall, I did one with my good buddy Wes, who does Audio Rising. Um, I recorded that a couple of months ago, and today I am super stoked and honored to be talking to a friend of mine who I met on Twitter and also through the Chronic Illness Bloggers Network, which she and I are both a part of. And... Um, she writes in her blog about her struggles um, with Lyme disease and her faith and how that helps her. So I am pleased to announce to you Cammie, who was my good friend, who writes for Living Grace blog. How are you today? Hi, Matt. I'm doing pretty good. Thanks for having me here. Oh, you are. You are most welcome. It is my honor. Um, it's always cool to connect with somebody who's part of the Chronic Illness Bloggers, which um, if you guys aren't sure what that is, that is um, a group of bloggers. I think there's a couple hundred of us at least right yeah, now. Yeah, so. Yeah, who write about various um, cr- chronic illnesses, mental health issues, whatever we happen to struggle with, or things. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I've seen some people that write about essential oils and healthy eating, and so there's all kinds of things that they write about. But I came across one of her posts in the on the Facebook page, and I found her on Twitter, and um, I've been checking out her blog. I subscribe to it, so it's really good stuff. So why don't you take a few minutes and tell everybody kind of what your blog is about and how you got started? And uh, all right. So I started the blog mainly as a journaling outlet and it's just over the last few years progressed into this just really sacred space to me as far as just being able to process the gritty parts of living with illness and about three years ago my illness just kind of took over my life. I couldn't work anymore, Um, was just really, really sick and have been since then and so originally thought it was multiple sclerosis and now we know that the root cause of that illness as well as the others on my illness diagnosis list are all from a root cause of Lyme disease and so it's been a couple years that I've been in treatment for that and so the blog has been this just kind of this healing corner for me where I've really shared a lot of raw and honest posts but also about how I'm trying I'm not always successful but trying to find the light and still be able to find purpose in the midst of fighting just a super hard struggle with illness um, amongst other symptoms that you and I can relate on such as just depression and anxiety and those have been things that I think started before I could even really pinpoint what was going on um, even as early as early childhood those are some of my first symptoms um, that came with Lyme disease and they've progressed with with me and with the disease as far as kind of carried along as this kind of a shadow I guess Um, because fighting illness fighting mental illness it's really hard and so I've loved having this blog outlet of connecting with other people like yourself who understand what this 
is like, you know, on a whole different level. Yeah, you're exactly right. And it's interesting that you said the U.S. started the blog as kind of just like an outlet or like a journal. That's exactly the way mine had started. Yeah. Um, when I was going through um, uh, therapy sessions, I started writing in just like one of the basic free online journals you can find. And, and basically as a way to kind of deal with my thoughts and emotions like in between sessions every week, you know, because you're, you know, you're there for an hour and then you're like, okay, now I'm on my own for the next six days. Totally. So, yeah. So I was like, okay, now what do I do? So I figured... Uh, you know, I would start writing and then obviously it blossomed into a blog just like yours did. And, you know, then you start taking to social media and you find chronic illness bloggers and all kinds of people that can relate to us. So, yeah, yeah I find that writing is absolutely healing. It's therapeutic. It's just it's a way to be real and raw and open and share your heart. And it's just I don't know about you, but I've found countless, countless people who, who just relate to us and they just get it. And that just yeah. is amazing. There's such healing and there's such like validation of everything that you're going through when you connect that way. So I definitely agree. It's been a super great experience. So how does, so you had mentioned that, that, you know, things like depression um, and whatnot have kind of been uh, increased or, you know, um, worsened, I guess is maybe a different word since the Lyme. Um, so like, what do you do to kind of keep your spirits up other than writing, you know, like hobbies or ways to fight off a depression or anxiety or other things that you struggle with? Yeah, that's a great question. I think, I think it varies for me. And I know it does for every person, but it even varies for me from day to day. There are some days, um, I'm guessing you can relate, but let me know if you can or not, but some days are just heavier than others. And Oh yeah, absolutely. I sometimes have found that there, there are moments where I just have to give myself the space to be in that place and to process through the why and to process through, like, if there isn't a why, to kind of give myself a little bit of space and kindness and the fact that, you know, I'm not choosing to feel this way. I'm not choosing to live in the midst of depression. And so for me, what I've found comforting is being out in nature and I can't do a lot physically. And so sometimes for me, that looks like going out on my front step and sitting and hearing the birds and seeing the surroundings around me or on a better day, my husband will take me through a drive on a drive through the countryside. And I just find so much peace and comfort in that. And so that, that has helped me as far as having an outlet where I consistently can go to that and it encourages me or just gives me kind of a dose of happy in a sense of just seeing something beautiful, if that makes sense. Oh, absolutely. It makes sense. I think nature is a huge boost. Um, I know we have some trails around here where I live, you know, that are within driving distance of a short driving distance where I can just go and, you know, walk along the creek and listen to the birds and just kind of chill and like try not think about anything. I do that pretty regularly when it's not so blasted hot out here. Right? Yes. And, we, uh, yeah. and, 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 you know, it's just crazy weather. But yeah, I enjoy getting out as well. I think nature's just an awesome way to kind of cope with everything. So how, um, Talk a little bit about your family and how they support you and encourage you to help you kind of get through the days when things are a lot more tough or hard to handle. Because trust me, I can relate to it. Believe me. Yeah. Yeah. They just, they definitely come. And so my husband is super supportive. Trevin, he, um, I think part of what makes him so supportive and easy to go to about this is that he's never judgmental. And I think that's something that can easily be come like, not even intentionally. I don't think people 
intend to be judgmental, but what I've found is that people who are just willing to sit with you in it and willing to just hear you out and hear where you're at and not try to instantly push you, you know, to snap out of it, quote, quote unquote, um, but can really just encourage you that, you know, your feelings are real and they're there. He's there for me in whatever, you know, capacity that I need. And I think that, you know, family and friends being able to just sometimes for me, I, uh, just being able to text them and have someone know that it's a rough day for me today and be able to just text back and forth. That helps me. It seems so simple, but just being able to know that someone else is on the other side of the phone or someone else is there or friends like you or other chronic illness people who I can reach out to and know that they're going to get it. Like if I say I'm struggling, they get it. And sometimes just feeling that comfort can give me the boost that I need. Um, how about you? What things can encourage you from your family and friends? Well, I find most of my validation online. Um, yeah. I mean, I, like I, I really do. I'm, I'm in some survivor chats every week and I'm big um, and heavily uh, invested in uh, trauma recovery university and, mm. you know, trying to help others heal from, you know, their, their past abuse and trauma of all types. So um, I think online is probably, you know, I mean, next to actual coaching sessions with a professional online is my biggest validation because you're right. 24 seven, there's somebody online who will tweet with you or Facebook with you or, exactly. um, you know, just basically say, yep, I've been there. I know what it's like. I'm going through the same thing. And just basic, I think validation makes me just feel a little bit better instantly yeah. when somebody says, I know I've been there. I feel that I, you know, I go through that. You're just like, okay, I'm not alone. I can get through this. Cause no matter how many times people say you're not alone, sometimes you just need to hear it. Exactly. I totally agree with that. And I can relate to the online community as well. That is where probably 90% of my support comes from and I wouldn't trade it. I love it. Yep. So let's uh, transition a little bit. So you have an ebook. Is that right? I do have an ebook. I wrote yep, it earlier yep, this year. I saw it on I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead. I wrote it earlier this year. That's all I said. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I found it on your blog. Of course, that's Living Grace blog. And right when you uh, get get to the homepage, there's an option to download it. So talk a little bit about the inspiration, what the book is about, all that good stuff. Sure. Um, so earlier this year, I it's always been a dream of mine to write a book. And earlier this year, I felt just really compelled that I needed to act on that and I felt like the first thing I wanted to do was to be able to give something for free like to be able to give something to not only my readers but to anyone else who even if they're not struggling with chronic illness something that they could hopefully relate to and be comforted that sometimes things are messy sometimes things are raw and so I shared it's three different um, chapters within the book and each one is kind of this real life experience that I share of hitting a really hard or a really low point and sort of how I began to heal in the midst of that, each one of those. And so the book is just about embracing the raw, embracing the fact that life is not always, if ever, wrapped in a pretty nice, neat, tidy bow. And I think that when we can accept that, there's space for healing and there's space for connection and community that is just so much deeper and so much more valuable 
And so that is essentially the root of the book. And my passion is to be able to connect with others and to be able to, like we've been talking about, remind them you're not alone. And here's some of my messy that I've gone through and how I'm trying to be able to, you know, still find purpose and find healing in the midst of some really gritty, yucky stuff. I yeah, and you're right. I mean, it just every day is kind of a roller coaster. And whenever you can read something, whether it's an ebook or just a blog entry, or or you find a podcast or a tweet, anything that kind of uh, just encourages you and and you know and lets you know that you aren't alone, it's just it's huge for me. So I think um, your your ebook is amazing. Of course, it's free. All you have to do is go to livinggraceblog.com, and you can see her blog there. You have a podcast up too, right? One. Um, I do. Re- I have that you did. Yeah, I have one episode on my spiritual journey. Yes. Cool. Excellent. Yep. And I listened to it, and you did an excellent job for, for your very first one. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, you, you did great. Um, yeah. So last question is, um, faith is very big for you in your healing and in your life. So talk a little bit about that before we close out. Sure. So, yeah. Um, I grew up in the church, and I would say that, you know, the last few years, I've really seen um, growth in this area in a very unique way. As far as I grew up in a very conservative Christian view, um, I went to a pretty conservative church. And so in the last few years, there's been a lot of um, kind of navigating what faith means to me, especially in the midst of fighting illness, where days are hard and there's lots of darkness and I think for me um, you know my faith is a big part and I don't feel that I have at all let go of my faith but I do believe that it has transitioned into something a lot more authentic and real than anything I'd really experienced before Um, I think my view of God and my view of um, faith and spirituality into my life has taken on a lot more of a grace and acceptance and um, a little more openness than I had had before also. And I think that's been healing for me. And I think that through my writing and connecting with others who can relate, um, it's been a really powerful experience. And so I think a lot of it is I'm still figuring out quite quite how it fits into life now as far as, you know, I'm not able to get out to church. And so what does, you know, my faith community now look like? And a lot of it is online now. And so um, I'm still sort of figuring all of that out, but that's kind of where I've been and what I would probably say where my faith is now. It's just very um, real to me now. Yes, excellent. And I I mean, you said it very well. I think with with today's technology, it makes it easier than ever for people like yourself or others who can't get out to go to a service or, you know, a gathering on a Sunday or a Wednesday. So, I, I mean, you know, just in my humble opinion, it's just as validating to watch a service online or listen on a podcast or, you know, you know, exactly. I mean, you just do your own thing, you know, when you're, when you're not able to get out and it's no less validating, no less important, no less helpful in either way. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like you, I grew up in that same type of environment and I've been, um, I guess kind of going through a transition, maybe that's not the best word, but more of trying to, trying to redefine what it means to me versus what it was kind of told to me that it was supposed to mean when I was younger so I mean exactly. it's taken me 40 some years to do it but 
I'm finding my own way and I'm kind of questioning things and I'm finding answers and I'm learning to be okay with it. But you're right. When you're going through struggles of mental or physical illness or whatever the case may be, um, you know, if faith is any part of your life, it's a huge, huge help. Totally. And I love how you said that too, because I think that that's been a big part of my faith experience is just kind of reevaluating some things that I used to believe were just, you know, black and white about, you know, how even God views suffering. And I think that it's so important to really, I don't know, give yourself the freedom to kind of understand really what you believe, what you see a truth in, you know, answers that may not completely line up with how you were brought up, but that are still valid. And if that makes sense. No, yeah, it, it absolutely does. And I think the way that the message um, is presented to you, you know, mm. is, I mean, can really help change your view or maybe see a view in a different way. Or, yes. um, I mean, I, I know the, the church that I grew up in was very, uh, hellfire and brimstone for lack of a better term mm -hmm. and you know so i didn't relate too much to that more as i relate better to the down-to-earth modern loving supportive type of yeah. view of it versus the do this or or you're going to hell type of thing exactly yeah same page yeah absolutely well this was excellent cammy thank you very much um go ahead and tell everybody um your blog again your social media all that good stuff sure well thank you again for having me so excited to be here. Um, so yeah, you can find my blog, livinggraceblog.com, and I'm on Twitter at Living, Living Grace Blog. You can find me on Facebook. Um, I believe my handle is CamiLingren19, and I'll take you to um, the blog Facebook page as well. And I spend a lot of time on Instagram. If any of you are Instagrammers, um, Cami Christina is my handle there, and you will see my mascot dog often, but. <laughs> That is where you can find me there on Instagram. Excellent, excellent. Thank you very much, Cammy. Again, it was a super honor, and let's do this again. Um, I appreciate your blog. Um, I hope that you can do some more podcasts. And yeah, and uh, you had recently done um, a little a little survey to your readers to see what they liked, and I saw the results of it. So I'm looking forward to more posts, awesome. more podcasts, all all kinds of good stuff. Well, I appreciate yours too. Thanks so much again for having me, Matt. Right on. Have yourself a great day. And that will wrap up this episode of Surviving My Podcast. My name is Matt, and we will see you next time. Thanks again for listening to another episode of Surviving My Podcast, presented by survivingmypast.net, therapy blog about living with dissociation, anxiety, and PTSD as a result of childhood sexual abuse and narcissistic abuse and bullying. My opinions are my own, and my stories are my own thoughts and my life as I live it today. I am not a medical doctor or a medical professional or a mental health professional or doctor. I'm just a regular guy trying to share my experiences in life and hoping to inspire others. You can contact me anytime by emailing me at matt at survivingmypast.net or you can hit me up on Twitter at survivingmypast or on Facebook.com slash survivingmypast. See you soon.